0: I want to thank Stamp.com. Not Stamp, but Stamps.com. I want to thank Stamps.com for supporting and sponsoring this part of the show. You know, maybe I'll mail it to you. Write it down and mail it to you. <laughs> You'll understand. But folks, I want to talk to you about Stamps.com because it's the perfect time to talk about that. Now, let, me, let me just say this first. Of all. You know what I hate? You know what, one of the things I really hate in life? It's mm, a long list. It's a long ahead. list. So if I hate if it's at the top, it must be bad. Mm-hmm. You know what? I, one of the things that's at the top of my list that I hate in life. Tell me. Post offices. Oh, yes. I hate going to the post office. I hate the post office. There's a po- I've been to it's an unpleasant experience. I've been to four post offices around this city trying to mail stuff off every time I go. There's a line out the door. Mm. If you got a package, there's a line out the door. And I'm talking about this is in summertime. Oh yeah. And they're working skeleton crews these days, so it takes even longer. Well, it's crazy because you're a skeleton by the time you get there. (laughs) So So I can't stand the post office, and I know I'm not the only one. Y'all hate going there too. You got a package, you're waiting in line. It's the simplest thing to do just to just have somebody put some address on it, a stamp or something, and mail it off. But you up there. Sometimes an hour, two hours, taking time at your schedule, at your life, at your job to try to mail something off. Well, it doesn't have to be like that. And trust me, you don't want it to be like that with the holidays approaching right exactly. now.
1: Exactly. Christmas right around the corner. Line's go only going to triple.
0: Line's going to be around the block. Mm-hmm. The line, yeah, act like Drake is working the front desk or something <laughs> <laughs> You ain't in line like a concert just to talk to somebody to give you a stamp. Well, with stamps.com, you don't have to do that anymore, man. And trust me, with the holidays around the corner, you're sending off gifts and packages. Some of y'all out there, you actually have a business, something like we have here, where you send things off to your fans, to your viewers. They do things to win prizes. If that is any of you in these categories that I just mentioned, then go to stamps.com. Over there, you can... Compare rates. Print your labels. You can get discounts on UPS and USPS services. And that's just not for the holidays. It's for all year long. So, as I said, whether you're running a business or you're running around trying to send something off to the relatives or to your friends or to your fans, stamps.com is where you want to go. That's S-T-A-M-P-S dot com. And right now, I'm gonna do some, I'm gonna save you some money as well as time. Because if you go to stamps.com right now, and let me put this up here, if you go to stamps.com and use the promo code TOASTED, that's T-O-A-S-T-E-D, you get a four-week free trial, free postage, and you get a digital scale. You think, oh, they can give me all that stuff. Okay, you all y'all, y'all want something from me. <laughs> but no, man, what you want? <laughs> no, there's there, there's no commitment. There's no contract. Okay. Okay, good. No, you can keep the stuff, you know. And like I said, you got that much to lose right there. You know, you don't have that much to lose. So go ahead and try it out. Again, go to stamps.com, stamp dot com, and use the promo code TOASTED. T-O-A-S-T-E-D, and get a four-week free trial. Get some free postage and get yourself a digital scale. Now, I have used stamps.com before. I'm not just speaking out of my ass over here. I have experience. I, had to, I actually had to send a bunch of stuff off during the beginning of Double Toasting, and stamps.com made it much easier Good. to do and made it cheaper. And saved a lot of time. It's what every legitimate business uses. Exactly, exactly. And I still have mine, just in case you think, because one of the things before you even had to accept this was do you have an experience with this? Do you have a stamps.com account? And just so happened, I still have my stamps.com account. So I got nothing out of this. I, you know, it's all on you guys out there. I'm trying to get you something. One more time stamps.com, S T A M P S dot com, and use the promo code toasted. And get yourself a four-week free trial, free postage, and a digital scale. And there's much more savings to be had with not only your time, but all that running around gas. Time is money! Yeah. So I want to thank Stamps.com for sponsoring this portion of the show. And as always, thank you, all of you Toasties out there, for your support. All right. Let's see here what we got. Move on. Oh, about to talk about this. It's Black Western with your boy, as you said once more, Idris Elba. When <laughs> Netflix gave that nigga a horse and he just kept riding. <laughs> <laughs> He just kept
1: going. Oh, I know. <laughs> they, they gave him a cowboy hat for his birthday, and he just keeps showing up Game
0: at Netflix. What, what else you got for me?
1: I'm ready to ride again. Yeah. All right, slow down, slow down. We'll get another Western going.
0: Shit, that's that's Netflix following him right now. Hey, <laughs> hey Idris, hey, we need the horseback. Hey! <laughs> Hi old silver, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Away! That fool rode off to the sunset. Ain't to, see, ain't to see him no more. He's got to bring a horseback, right? Yeah. <laughs> Well, Netflix said, "Well, shit, if we ain't getting the horseback. Let's just go ahead and make another Western with him. <laughs> Get our money out of it somehow." <laughs> you know, there's uh, there have actually been a few Black Westerns out there, man. Sure. You know, from uh, Posse, yeah. From uh, you had a uh, you had uh, uh, Black exploitation Westerns. You had cult classic Westerns, and who could forget the 1990s classic. Posse.
1: Come on, you would choose not our man.
0: Oh, he loves it. <laughs> yeah, that's a that's that guy. Is yeah, happy. he's their biggest fan. <laughs> I loved this Movie, all the niggers and <laughs> Riding horses <and> in danger. <laughs> <laughs> you been getting oral sex with yeah. the <laughs> probably pretty good. Easy yeah, he, he, he access, they got no teeth up there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh I say classic because according to critics out there, Posse was classically bad. Yeah. Yeah. I never saw it. I just remember that this was they say from the director of New Jack City. Oh yeah. Mario Van Peebles. Mario Van Peebles. He walked around the uh, half of the movie uh wearing overalls and no shirt. <laughs> And the straps strategically covered his nipples. <laughs> it was hot, some people say. It was, it was just, people weren't ready for that back in sure, the day. You know, sure. his nipples were ahead of their time. <laughs> people didn't know what to do with that. <laughs> they didn't know what to do with that, man. I can't blame him, man. But I tell you, uh, what's the biggest difference? This is probably one of the reasons some, some people say they, you know they just couldn't do what they wanted to do. You know, what's the difference between. Posse, some of these older black westerns, and now this new western that we have. The harder they fought. What's the difference between them? Money. That's the big difference yeah, right true. there. You know they weren't giving no negroes money back in the day to make a western, an all-black cast western over there. Mm-hmm. And if you if you were lucky to get some money, they said, here's a here's a cowboy hat, here's a horse and some dirt. Right. You better make it happen. Right. Yeah. yeah that cowboy hat we gave you. Pass it around. Exactly. Take and, up a collection. <laughs> that's the best we can do. <laughs> Yeah, how about you ride that horse and tip that hat and ask people for some money, <laughs> or rob a bank? Yeah, The <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> stagecoach ought to be here in, in an hour. Yeah, but this movie, the harder they fall, now they got money. They got Netflix money, man. Oh yeah,
1: Netflix has all the money.
0: It has all the money out there. So. You know, a lot of people say, though, but man, you know, some of these uh, these films, some of these even some of these black Westerns, the reason why they became cult classics is because, well, they made the best with the little that they had. They made more with a little. And sometimes people say, when well, you have too much access to resources and money. What well, just makes it too easy? You know? So is that the case with this Western right here? The harder they fall. Or does that Netflix money finally pay off? In the black cowboy western epic that we've been waiting on all these years. Well, that's what we're going to tell you, partner. Let's go ahead and get into it.
1: <laughs> Why are you laughing at, little lady? You're like, that's what we're going to tell you, partner.
0: Go get him a sarsaparilla. <laughs> <laughs> See you back at the cat house. <laughs> you had to throw that in there, I'm in. sorry. <laughs> all right. So let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer right here. And we will give you our thoughts right after... This is please come My chest up his book. Man, old devil, this is gonna be Buck's last day amongst the living. What exactly he do to you? Call it a professional robbery. I know who you are. That love, hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Where is it?
1: Where is who? Your boss. My boss.
0: Clearly, you don't know me. I heard Rufus Buck was back. So ain't no road to ask a friend to travel. You think destiny's
1: coming to you? My guns go back. My guns go back. A new day is dawning.
0: My guns go Slow. This Crosses on the head of an angel. Seeing of the father thought the talk about being you. Faithful to the end.
1: Bullets with your name's Drew. Cockback ain't shoot. I don't particularly enjoy violence. That being said, you are currently in company of extremely violent individuals. Jump mother. My guns go bad. I can make the guns go bad. and well for you. Really?
0: So, before we jump into it, what's the plot here? There's a lot going on in this, court. I can't tell what's happening. Well, if I can just, if I can, let me see if I can make this concise for you. So, this centers on Nat Love, played by Jonathan Majors, and he's out to avenge the death of his family, who were murdered at the hands of the evil and ruthless Rufus Black. Played by Idris Elba. Rufus Buck. And Rufus Buck! <laughs> who is black? <laughs> <laughs> no denying <Also> that. Black. <laughs> Rufus Black Buck. <laughs> and this happened to him, to him when he was a kid. And, uh, you know, uh, uh, Rufus is so ruthless that he carved a, carved a cross into his head just so he remembers who killed his family. He'll never forget. No, you know, don't be traumatized because <laughs> every time you look in the mirror, you're going to know I did it. course this guy's kept his grudge all these years and he wants his revenge now like any good outlaw would and he's found the right moment to get his revenge on rufus buck turns out rufus buck got a pardon guy was supposed to be locked away he's so bad so down and dirty but for reasons that you'll have to just watch the movie for him and his crew they got a pardon and now they're back on the scene and rufus is going back to the town that he pretty much owns and he's going to put it together as some black utopia. But it can't be no black utopia if the man is over there ruling with an iron fist. Ruling by intimidation. But he needs money to get that town. And that's when Nat Love says, oh, I got you now. I'm going to go in. I'm going to rob your crew. I'm going to keep this money hostage and I'm going to bring you to justice whether you... Get caught by the law or whether you die by my hands, preferably the latter. There's a little more going on in that, subplots and whatnot, but that's about the gist of it right there. So I'm gonna do something a little different because I'm just curious, just curious. And you don't have to go into detail or anything. i okay. but I'm just I want to get your impressions of this. What do you think about this? Uh <laughs> I think
1: it's great spectacle. hmm Uh I think wow, it's nice to see something like this that doesn't have the name Quentin Tarantino stamped all over it. Yeah, It's it's a joy that the cast is made up of pretty much the pantheon of great black actors working right now. Yep. Um, And I think that you can have a lot of fun with it, although it falls into certain tropes and traps that go along with stylized westerns. Yeah. That kind of Make it not so enjoyable, but if you get past it, then you can have a great time.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you this. So nobody is confused and mixed up. I'm just going to tell you what I think this needs to be marketed as also, what you need to know about this. So this is being marketed as a black Western, and it's true. It is a Western with the blacks Mm -hmm. in there. So, you know, no, no. Through and through. uh, Yeah, through and through. This is a mostly mostly 95% black cast right here. So hey, you know, no no, no no false marketing right there. This is a truly a black western. But what you're not seeing this marketed as, what you're missing out on is how much of a comic book. Oh, very much. This is. Yeah. And and y'all are like wait, what? I and mean, people are like, God damn! Well, ain't there enough comic book movies out there?
1: <laughs> well, yeah, now they're coming from westerns well, too. Well, that's the thing. Watching this, it reminds you that you, you know, back in the day, westerns were the comic book movies of that time.
0: Yes, I'm like, damn! Ain't taking over westerns now too? But that's always been the case in a way. But how this is a comic book? First of all, I was just taken back. Now, there's a lot of black actors in here who are the stars, but one of the biggest stars in here is the production mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. the production in here is amazing and you don't if you're not looking at these scenes that are going by because they go you know this this, this trailers cut so quick if you're not paying attention then you're gonna miss out on some of the great comic book production that's called that that that, 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 uh, that they got going on here uh the colors caught me off guard uh there's a there's a part in here where well, there's a lot of parts, but when they get to Redwood, the town that Rufus Buck is, is trying to uh, take over again, man, there's a moment where they sit back and they give you just a screen full of the town. And that town is a comic book panel. Oh, yeah, very yeah. much so. Look at those colors. Yeah. It's artistic. Yeah. No, that's, it, it you know, it's uh, those colors are primary colors and very bright, and they did that on purpose. And, you know, and, and it reminded me, uh, what uh, Warren Beatty did back in the day because this this made me think of Dick Tracy very much. Face, mumbles, lips manless and the blank are out to get the greatest detective of all time. I'm rubbing him out. I want him dead.
1: Nobody touches Tracy but me. Tracy. 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 You mind if I call
0: you Dick? You know the thing with Dick Tracy is that Warren Beatty said I just want to make I want to frame these like comic book panels and I want to use a lot of bright primary colors. I would not doubt that they took a hint from his production on that, because that's exactly what they did with this right here. And the comic book feel is pushed even more by the playful direction. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, just how, how, how hyper-stylized it is so often.
0: Oh, they even, at one point, they even do panels. Uh, and, you know, it's almost like they're doing comic book panels with uh, all the characters being, you know, and they're doing that split screen a lot now, mm-hmm. a lot of things, but they do it here, man. And, you know, they, they do a lot of uh, fun camera work. They do a lot of fun editing here. Mm-hmm. I mean, seriously, I mean, they. It's almost like they planned out tightly every shot, every production, every production aspect. And I had to look at that, and I had to be like, "Wow, that's this." That, I'm, I, I hardly ever see art direction and production this tight in a movie. I mean, where everything is thought ahead of time from a visual aspect. It might be a little too much for some people, but <laughs> I, when I understood that this was you know, a straight-up graphic novel or a comic book Western brought to life, I was able to let some things go. They go to a white town. Yeah, And the town is a white town. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everything is white. Yeah, yeah. you, you, you think it's
1: the people. They're yeah. like, no, no,
0: no. Everything here is
1: painted Everything.
0: white. They made sure that black ass stood
1: out when they walked to the town. It's, it's like one of those cities in the Wizard of Oz.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. It's, it, it was... Or the Wiz. It's yeah, crazy, so. man. You know, and this is something that they embrace because, because, uh, because you're talking about the tropes and how this isn't doing anything new. I think that that was the point here. Yeah. Oh,
1: absolutely. It's it's just one where I know, like, I, I like westerns a lot, and I yeah. I I tend to like them more gritty and even revisionist. And when they get you know stylized, I'm like, well, it's okay, I guess. And this one is very stylized. So for a while, I was like, I see what's going on, and it's cool. I'm not that into it, but then there was a point when I just kind of like, well, look, this is what it is, so stop harping on that, and then just embraced it, and then I had a good time.
0: Yeah, you know, I I knew from the beginning because you know they, this is something that they and they they intentionally embrace this whole comic book field because uh, uh they're they're doing a fantasy man, mm-hmm. and the reason why they're doing a fantasy again, this whole thing comes back full circle, man, you know because. Them making a fantasy right here. They're doing exactly what the westerns were, back in the day. What most westerns are right now. You know that the 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 western that we know in pop culture. It is a fantasy, man. Oh,
1: absolutely. It it, it doesn't really resemble the actual west. No.
0: You know, no. They, you know, uh, they're doing what they did, creating a, a you know a mythical world. But back then, those mythical worlds that we saw, for those westerns. You know, they were a mythical world populated by white figures who sometimes came in to sell a whitewashed version of history. Mm. I mean, spaghetti westerns are pure fantasy, man. Oh, absolutely. You know, not they're not even set in the West. I know. <laughs> All these goddamn copper-tone cowboys out there. You know? <laughs> Bunch of Italians taking our mythology and making them bigger than life. The only thing they took, they said to sell it. We just got to take one of the biggest Western figures over there, like Clint Eastwood. The good.
1: The bad. The ugly. Hey! He's like, wait a minute.
0: The funny thing is...
1: I, I always thought he was the bad and Eli Wallach was the ugly for years I thought he was ugly yeah. I was like god
0: damn <laughs> <laughs> I'd be mad I'm like now you know that fool's uglier than me
1: <laughs> dirty ass exactly
0: the ugly the ugly <laughs> bitch what are you talking I to I know <laughs> i shoot you for saying that <laughs> I mean I know I ain't the best looking dude in the world but god damn I'm smoother than that dude <laughs> Yeah, man, this is you know uh, they're having so much fun playing with the Western that they jump right into it, man. I, doing like the the <laughs> doing the title sequence, like the, the when the when the the title of the movie comes up, the title movie keeps getting interrupted by somebody getting killed. Uh, Outlaw hunts down those who trespass against him. Like they can't like the, doing that part. Those those stops. It's like the. the they're doing like the,
1: bam, harder. <laughs> and, like, and the title just like, can, <laughs>
0: y'all going to let me talk?
1: Okay, just let me know when you're done. <laughs> oh, no, we're done. All right. They,
0: bam. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. No, this is doing the same thing that those Westerns did. you know. But this time, they're creating their own mythical West, while at the same time, giving recognition to all these figures Mm -hmm. that never got it. Some that we we even know today that were based on actual black people like the Lone Ranger. We hear this now because it's coming out more and more, but Bass Reeves, the Lone Ranger was based on him, a black dude. Of course, you know, back then they say, we ain't putting no niggas (laughs) Killing all these white people, are you crazy? (laughs) Nah. They tell you at the beginning of the movie, the story's fictional. We know this is wild, but the people are real. Yeah. And it can throw you off at first, man. You know, and I I get it. And it's it's, it's it goes back to just kind of our conditioning, with the with the western growing up. Because I used to, you know, we talk about how I used to watch. The reason why I love westerns is because of my father. You know, I used That's to watch it. Get, gets anybody into them? Exactly. That's why I was saying. You know, most of us love westerns because we watch it with our fathers, our grandfathers, because they love that, man. And we are conditioned to see. You know certain heroic figures as white faces and whatnot. And right here, you know, they're not doing it. And it's it, it, we're conditioned to see it at the point where we're messed up looking at it. Because when it first comes on, I can tell you right, because I'm guilty of this. I said, this just looks like a bunch of black people getting ready for Halloween, or <laughs> uh, going to a, a western theme party.
1: <laughs> well, <laughs> I don't think it's because of conditioning, but you have some really top-notch Black actors who are, you know, doing cosplay here. Yeah. I mean, it's still fun, but it's just this time. Yeah, it
0: looks like a BET-owned theme park, and they got Black Westland as one of the attractions.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Black Westworld. Yeah, Black (laughs) Westworld. Yeah, it ain't
0: nothing but black robots going around. (laughs) Yeah, man. BET had a theme park with black robots. This would be it. Oh, my god. (laughs) You know, uh, I would tell you... I'm just speaking for myself. I'm not trying to speak for a lot of people. I'm sure that some people feel like me, where it's like, man, you know, between the bright colors at first, mm-hmm. between this being somewhat modernized in a way, they got a guy who comes on the beginning. I'm gonna get my blam blam on, you know. It's like, all yeah. right, all right, you know, you, this is definitely, as you say, very hyper stylized, and it's between, you know, looking at white people be cowboys and and, and heroes and this being so stylized and bright to the point that it does look like a cartoon or a comic book or a theme park, you know, you, you might dismiss it at first.
1: Yes. I think in the beginning, it's easy to do that, to go like, all right, they're trying to do a Western, an all black Western. I get it. But it is a thing where the longer it goes, the more you start to see there's a real commitment here and you get caught up in it.
0: It does. And for me, it did not take long, man. You know, I see how the director is having fun playing with the familiar Western elements. And, you know, uh, I'm, co- I'm cool with it because they, they lay it out for you. They're like, you know, we are having fun doing our own thing with the Western tropes. Mm-hmm. You know, this is our Western. This is what we have fun with. This is what people want to see. Mm-hmm. You know, it's what people used to watch Westerns for anyway. You know, that the, in, the, in the first five minutes, they got a, a bank robbing gang. A shootout in the valley, <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. hiding behind rocks, you know, shooting at people. You know, uh, they they got an outlaw looking to settle a score, and they got a duel in a dusty church. Yeah, and I just,
1: I, I, I uh, with all this going on, and I keep harping on this, but it's like, man, they did not get scrub actors for this. These are these are A-list black actors.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, and that's the thing, man. I think that the cast is great. And it's a cliche, yeah. It's cliche, but oh, that's yeah.
1: the point. That's that's the, that's the thing about westerns and and comic and superhero movies. They're all basic morality plays.
0: Yes, well, that's the reason why we love these tropes. Mm, here, they, they
1: keep it simple. You know who is good, who is bad, who to root for.
0: Yep. And the film wants to embrace them. And it's on, you know. It's only and they think they can do that because it's made fresh by having a cast of this magnitude of this of this shade, you know, not mm-hmm. having, uh, do something that even though this, this is crazy, we've seen this over and over and over again. And still, this is like a first, right. you know, <laughs> right now I know we got gang of roses and we got posse, and we got boss. This, this is a movie called boss, Nigger, You know, yeah. we got, we got a bunch of Westerns out there, but you know, this is the one that they never had this magnitude.
1: No, no. And, and especially not a budget like this or this much uh, but this this much style, this much uh, well, I forgot, I don't know where I'm. this much artistry. You know? Yeah, yeah. You know, it, it, it always looked like well, they gave them some money too, and it's like well, they did the best they could. Yeah. Well, that's adorable.
0: And bringing these people in and giving them attention and making them. Yes, they made them larger than life. These are sure. not the actual people. But it's no different what they did with Billy the Kid, Wyatt Earp. And if we even want to go further, what they did with the Alamo, Davy Crockett oh, yeah. and all this, man, you know. Yeah, I know. It's, it's, it's like Tombstone. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, man. And it is a great cast, man. Again, not providing anything new. They all serve a type. Mm-hmm. A, a, a very self-aware type you know out, you got the outlaws the gunslingers the bank robbers the cold killers you know the good gang with the cocky gunslinger with the fancy pistol tricks the loyal sharpshooter All, always open that roof Oh you no, know, oh, you always oh yeah, gotta do oh it yeah, roof. Always,
1: always a, always a roof guy always two quick draw artists who, who want to see who's the fastest yep
0: the outlaw who's actually a good person just looking for revenge and again mm-hmm. to settle the score. The strong and the strong woman that loves him but can hold her own
1: mm-hmm.
0: <laughs> and fights it for a little while. Beats yeah. his ass when she first when he first comes back. The rival gang got the types too. The cold killer who rules by intimidation and his gang.
1: Mm-hmm. Although they do have a new type in here, which is the uh the the female gunslinger. I mean the the lesbian gunslinger. That's something new.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. I never say it, but I guess nobody was admitting it back in the day.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, so yeah, you know. So they do update a little bit. Like again, it's the same things, but it's updated by I guess not only color, but other things that we got going on now, sexual preference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, man. And the casting, the casting in this is is Great. great. And I'm telling you, it's not because that these are just people of a talent magnitude, but it's because they, man, they they. They cast it carefully so they got actors that fit the, the, uh, the actor's personalities mm-hmm. or vice versa. Like Jonathan Majors. Jonathan Majors, is he's being known now as a leading man.
1: I, I mean, he's, he's like another Denzel Washington. He's, uh, yeah, he's, he's on the, his way. Mm-hmm. And, and it's funny when I think about when he was in The Last Black Man in San Francisco where he wasn't even the lead actor. He's like the co-lead. And yeah. I just thought, this guy's so good. I, I hate that because he's black, he's just gonna disappear and nobody will really know and he is blown up.
0: Man, he got that Disney money now. Oh, <laughs> he, exactly. He's he, in. He, yeah. Shit, now he's in the Marvel's <laughs> universe. Shit, he's in. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: mouse gonna take care of him. I mean, he pretty much owned that that last episode of Loki. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, he just was, said, Hey, this is all mine, just give it here.
0: And he was a totally different uh person personality mm-hmm. in that too. Mm-hmm. But Jonathan Majors, he's being known as a lead man. So what do they do? They make him the leader. Of the Nat Love gang, the good guy. Yeah, he's the good gunslinger. We're all rooting for the, the you know, the hero. Uh, LaKeith Stanfield, weird. Yeah, right. But he's always weird. He's always fucking. Yeah, but charismatically weird. Yes. Yeah. Like I, I love his character, man. I love how, how, just how strange he was and that's his character he's just like his character's like him
1: well you you always love a character who seems laid back and unflappable when everybody yeah. else is losing their cool mm-hmm. or, or or you know flying into
0: histrionics somebody who's always just kind of like it ain't that big of a deal no yeah, no no matter what he always mm-hmm. has it under control might be an asshole about it mm-hmm. might be evil but he's got it under control mm-hmm. But might do it by cheating, but he's got it under control. And Lakeith Stanfield, y'all know I love Lakeith Stanfield anyway. I really adore this actor. So I think that, again, weird character, weird actor. He's so perfect. But, again, he's so charismatic in his weirdness. This guy really commands the screen when he comes on, man. Regina King ain't taking nobody's shit. Right. Nothing. She's the black mama everybody's scared of. (laughs) And fine as hell, too. And that's her character in the movie. I don't work for him. I just do my own thing. He yeah. ain't my boss. I'm just around here because there's something to gain, and I dare to say something about it. Yeah, that's her right. Zazzy beats. I mean, tough and sexy. Mm-hmm. And we've seen her do that before. I think this is probably her most mature role, probably. even though it's an exaggerated character. Sure, this is her not you know not being cute, tough, anything like that. Like she's you know she's having to be kind of strict and you know and laying it down. Like hey, you know I'm not taking your shit. Uh, Delroy Lindo. Just cool, man. Yeah, yeah. That's all you can say. Daryl and has has just been cool, and that's him in the movie. He uh-huh. plays Bass Reeves, yeah. the inspiration for the Lone Ranger, and he comes in. And he's he's got everything under control. He doesn't yell, doesn't do anything that's out. You know, that's that's outrageous. He's just like, hey, you know what? If you fuck up, I'm on you. Mm-hmm. Love Daryl Lindo. I know man. we haven't seen enough of him. True. And the other, guy, and, and it's mm-hmm.
1: him and Jonathan Majors together again after the
0: Five Bloods. Oh, that's right. That's, he, that's right, he played his father in mm-hmm. that. That's another Netflix movie. Boy, that mouse and Netflix, <laughs> I know. they take care of you. They, they, they man, Jonathan Major got it made. Nothing but smooth sailing. He got that mouse and Netflix. <laughs> man... That's like going. That's like being the parents of the, uh, the, uh, uh, the child of rich divorced rich parents. Rich divorced Yeah. <laughs> Shit. You know, when you are at your mama's house, she's married to that to that rich dude, yeah. but your daddy got
1: money too. Where'd you get a Corvette? My mama bought it for me. <laughs> <laughs> Forget that. I'm buying you a Lambo.
0: Yeah. <laughs> One up. But each I'm other. only six. <laughs> but the other characters, they just fit their classic Western characters perfectly. Idris Elba. I mean, he plays that quiet. Cold hearted villain, man. He reminded
1: me of when he was Shere Khan in uh Oh the yeah.
0: <laughs> but he's a great Western villain he because is. I mean I remember seeing some movies like with uh Henry Fonda. I wish I could show you the clip. Henry Fonda, he reminded me so oh, once much. once upon a
1: time in the West. Once
0: upon a time in the West. Henry Fonda was cold, man. Henry Fonda was like, I don't care if you were 12 years old, you talk shit to me, or if I cross me wrong, catch me on a wrong day, I'm shooting you. And that is him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he never yells. He doesn't. He let his. That's because his his guns make a very convincing yeah, point. He does not yell. I mean, he's he's so uh,
1: calm and even tempered that you think maybe he's gonna not shoot you. No, he
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just for simply disagreeing with him. It's cool. What's your name? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, rest in peace, Corey. Well, I just have to say, good luck, but I disagree. Oh, fuck, wait a minute. I know. <laughs> we can talk about this, Talk to you goddamn bullets right now. And I was really impressed with somebody that you don't see a lot, but this kid should actually be getting more attention. Uh, R.J. Sy- uh, uh, Siler. Well, we used to see him a lot, and then he just kind of disappeared. Yeah.
1: But it's like he grew
0: up. Exactly. He's, he's the... Uh, the young cocky gunslinger mm-hmm. in here. I always wanted to like draw with people. You know, I can, I bet I can outdraw you. Always you know? flipping
1: them guns around and you're like, don't do that.
0: Daryl Lindo's like, boy, you're gonna die. <laughs> you're gonna be too busy flipping and playing mm-hmm. yo-yos with your gun. <laughs> Somebody's gonna take advantage <laughs> and shoot your ass. Uh, you know, one of the things that, that might throw people off in here also is that there's a lot of modern music that's playing and I thought that that would bother me but it didn't
1: they don't overdo it
0: no. so so many things
1: so many productions like this would constantly throw hip hop in there so you could never really sink into the time period yeah. here it's sparing
0: well there's only a couple of hip hop songs in there a lot of it is jamaican and in, uh, influenced music mm-hmm. and it fits if it what they've done is they made sure that it fits the tone of the scene yeah. and sometimes the music just plays into the actual music of that time right uh you know, I, and the director pointed out something because I read an interview with him where he says, I know I'm using modern music in this. I'm not the first one to do that. No. You know, you had Elvis singing songs and westerns. Mm-hmm. And if you look at spaghetti westerns, they're using instruments. They're playing rock guitar or instruments that weren't even around at that time. Mm-hmm. You know, to get some of that, you know, that that's not an instrument like they had. Some of that is. Uh, yeah, and this, yeah, and this is straight up hip hop and, and Django. Oh, they used a lot of stuff. They used hip hop. They used uh, they used '70s classic. You yeah. know, take me down the highway. Yeah, yeah. And you know what? I'm not gonna. I'm I'm not gonna come down on because you hear me talk about Django Unchained. I've actually learned to like Django Unchained more than I used to. I mean, I still I'm not comfortable with certain things they did, but I do like the movie a lot more. I actually like the movie now, but. I think this movie is an example of how to stylize something mm-hmm. without without being so obvious about it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, without- yeah,
1: yeah. That's that. Yeah, I I had a fear that it was going to go through that again, and I was like, no, I like the way they're playing this.
0: Like again, not to come not to harp on Jingle. I know people like it. I have a more appreciation appreciation of it, but I think why I didn't like the music in that is because it just came out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of stuff fits here, man. There's, you know, again, there's just a lot of real, as you said, modern artistry here, man. And I really love that. It's a lively, creatively directed film that doesn't hide how much fun it's having playing with all these Western elements, man. This this director might as well be playing with a Western toy set of some action <laughs> right. figures. Uh Yeah, I. I it's, it's one thing to say I liked it, but I... I I almost even loved it, but I, had, I, have, I also have a lot of respect for this. Yeah. There's a lot of great filmmaking going on here, man. You know, this is, this is something I wish I had gone to see when they did a screening of it on the <clears> big screen. <throat> but go ahead. Oh, no, I'm,
1: I'm, I'm with you on, on that. It, it is one, like I said, it, it takes, at least it, it took me a little bit to, to really get into the rhythm of it because I felt so burned by all the things I've seen before that have tried to do this. And just left a bad impression, but the it you know it doesn't take a long time. But once I found the rhythm of it, I was like, wow, I am very impressed by this movie, and it keeps being imp- impressive and doing different things, and had me invested. And yeah, the the story is it's it's simple and it's cliche, and you you know I, don't, I think you can only get so wrapped up in it. And you know the big reveal at the end, you might feel different ways about that. Some might yeah. be like. Oh wow! And someone like, like psh, come on! But I think it's
0: fun. Oh, you know when I saw that uh, that big reveal, I was just like, man, this is part of the whole thing. Yeah, you know we having a Batman moment now. Right? <laughs> yes, so, we are. You know, yes, I'm, we I'm, are. Yeah, I was like, I'm I'm cool with this. What would you give it? Oh, I I'd give it a low full price. Yeah, I'm right there with you. I'll give this a full price, man. I I was surprised at how much I loved this when I saw it. I was like, damn! And I was, I was kind of fighting, and I was like, I don't, I don't understand this. <laughs> maybe it was just me being, maybe it was me being racist. I don't know, but I was, I was like, I don't get it. <laughs> but by, you know, by ten minutes in, I was having fun with this. People. This is like this is comic book in the best way. Yeah. And Deion Cole, I got to tell you, Dion Cole. It took me a while to recognize him because Deion Cole does some great stand-up, man. Mm-hmm. I love it. But he was being dramatic here Yeah. See, still being funny. Yeah, yeah. Like when Idris Elbow was uh, uh, wasn't name? Rufus Buck was coming in. I ain't gonna tell you what happened. But he oh, was talking yeah. some shit. <laughs> <laughs> shit, I'm a sinister motherfucker too. You can't come here and talk to me like that, man. He just, he, and he was being, he, but he wasn't playing it up for laughs. But it was funny. Yeah. Yeah, man. The cast is great. The production is great, and this is comic book in the best way. It's funny that I would tell you one of the best comic book movies I've seen so far this wow. year would be "The Harder They Fall." This
1: year, yeah, this has not been a good year for comic book movies. <laughs> this one stands out.
0: No, this is, and don't let anybody tell you different, man. It is, it is a straight up comic book movie, and it's, it's, and I, and I loved it, man. I, I. You know, looking at this, I felt like I was turning the pages of a comic sometimes. I mean, that right there, if you were to step back in the room and look at this, it would almost look like you were looking at a, an illustration. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, everything is working in this. Everything. Like I said, the biggest complaint I can give it is if you're looking for something different as far as story, no, they're not trying to do that. And you're not going to get that. Some of the stuff that they do hyper, hyper stylize here and probably it's too much for some people. You you know? Yeah.
1: It could be too much for you.
0: Yeah. And that's, and that's cool too. But if I mean, seriously, you can just pun intended here, just go along for the ride, man. You are in for a good time with this. I want to watch this again. I didn't, I'm going to put this on for my wife and, uh, just had to have an excuse to watch this one more time yeah i loved it man i give us a full price watch it give it a chance at least i think it's uh
1: a- oh, so now it's a full price <laughs> he always gave he, he said it was full price oh i thought you said like a rental or something did you guys see it in a in a like yesterday <laughs> today when did you guys see? <laughs> shut up when did you guys see it this
0: afternoon <laughs> okay oh damn. No, no nobody nobody listens to me ain't gonna be smart about it too oh now it's a full price <laughs> Yeah. I thought you said a rental. I thought you said a rental. you did you No. Shut no. up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of excitement today. <laughs> I had a lot of stimulation.
0: <laughs> you did. Don't don't know. Nobody listens old core over here. <laughs> full price. Uh, oh, I tell you, it's po- rare you give oh, anything you, a full price, Coleman. It's rare. It's rare. Yeah, that's what you're going to make me do to myself. Over here. <laughs> you're hard to please, Coleman. And you don't listen. You know why I'm hard to please? Maybe you listen to me. I'll be pleased. <laughs> I thought you said a rental. Ah, why, <laughs> why, why, why? <laughs> why, <laughs> why, why,
1: why? <laughs> and the comments are going to say, he did say a rental. Watch. No, nah, no, nah, I was sitting here. He said full price. Okay. I-
0: it was nice. To, yeah, yeah. Nice to meet you. You, go on. you got it. You gonna do the show? Pick <laughs> We we uh, we, go, we good. We are gonna take a break. <laughs> we are gonna go
1: get a, a sarsaparilla real quick. You got it. Like, thank you. Thank you, Daniel. Nice to see you. Okay.
0: Well, welcome okay. to Double <laughs> Take. <laughs> Where would he go? Well, I'm, SCPX, I I'm like I don't <laughs> even know what to do now. <laughs> <laughs> God bless. Oh, boy. <laughs> she is a rent- No. <laughs> I tried to tell you
1: I, I thought you said a rental. Based on what? <laughs> Based on what was going on in her head at the time when she
0: was looking at the ceiling and twirling her hair. <laughs> you know what she did? She said, you probably going to get this shit at rental. Because <laughs> <laughs> you always shit on everything. Oh. Uh, well, you definitely shit on me. So <laughs> I learned it from watching you. <laughs> yeah, oh, Daniel. <laughs> I tell you what, never dull moment with you Never. Though. Never dull moment. That's why I have you here. Never. I said, you know what? She's gonna do something crazy. Does the chat saying anything about this? Yeah, they're saying God. Kick damn. her off. <laughs>
1: <laughs> the movie does look good though. I mean, it's artistic, yeah. it's beautiful. Oh. Good cast. Yeah. Yeah. like transition out of the just, way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, you like that? You like that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's worth the run. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mm. And the chat, the chat thought that oh wow. Well, they knew that we would like this, but I didn't know that they thought we were going to like it a lot. They said better than sex 70%. Oh, wow. wow, 70. Mad 14%. Some old bullshit. 9%. Full price was down there, man. That's weird. Five percent and a rental at three percent. You voted for that rental, didn't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh people talking about I love this <laughs> <laughs>